Blu-ray Lab Radio. I am your host, as always, Will T. And today, we have yet another guest starting our new season here. So, we're going to get this thing kind of rolling. Um, I'm usually pretty good with our intros. Um, so, I'm going to shoot for the stars here. That's what I always do. All right. Today, we have a special guest. Um, work with this guy for a very, very, very long time. I say very, very long time because in the Army... Or any part of the military it always seems like the years are longer than what they actually are um had the absolute pleasure of working with him down range which for me was my first time um in that sort of position you know being a platoon sergeant and everything like that and i got a chance to work with this guy and you know watch him develop over the years um a lot of people don't think that he was as as hard working as I know he is, but he's actually very, very efficient. Um, he needed a little bit of confidence, but I mean, that's something that we all need to work on and everything like that. To be completely honest, there was no way we would have been able to move around when we were over there without him because he, he went out of his way and figured out how to get us around and do a whole lot of things. A lot of things that he did behind the scenes, a lot of people didn't really understand what was going on, but he did more for the platoon than a lot of people even realize, you know what I'm saying? And um, he's always been a very, very reliable person, extremely, extremely good at his job. You know, he, he's came, like I said, a very long way, like a lot of us did, and he's still doing bigger and better things and super proud of everything that he has accomplished. But without further ado, um, I'd like to introduce you guys to Sergeant First Class Nellix. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, man, that sounds good, don't it? Sorry, first class, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's still a little weird. It's, it's, it's still a little it's, weird. It's going to be weird for a while, man. It took me a long time to um, to realize it. And I didn't even really get a chance to really enjoy mine because as soon as I got pinned, I had to go to recruiting, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't get the chance to, you know, walk around with my, with my two rockers and, you know, all the little scary little privacy two rockers and they get all scared, you know what I'm saying? So I haven't even... I haven't even experienced that yet, so I don't even know what that's like. So, kudos. the fact that the difference of people li- uh, listening—oh, yeah, just be just because of that—yeah—still makes no sense to me. I'm telling like, you, absolutely, man. absolutely makes no sense to me still. Yeah, man. It's, it's, like if I if I say something, everyone's quiet and they're like, "Oh, what is he saying?" Yeah, it's like, crazy. I, right? I don't. It's freaking. Like, I know. I know people talked to about it before, but yeah, it's it's weird. It's. I mean, it's it definitely sunk in already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of nice now because if I want to do something, I have a command team that pretty much lets me do whatever I want. Yeah, get the thing. Well, obviously, do. obviously within reason. Of course, of course. But, but they they understand. You know what I'm saying? You at a position where you know how to make things happen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And regardless of what people think, that that other rocker does give you a little bit more leg room when it comes to getting things done i don't care it might sound crazy but it's it's true well i even i even told uh i don't know if you know uh there's a couple guys here from where we were mm -hmm. throughout three three two one uh and three two seven but uh i don't know if you know mchenry uh a guy named mchenry um who else is there uh there's i mean there's a few others like i took of course i took platoon Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I still have some of his old soldiers. That's dope. So it's, it's it's weird. That's dope. Yeah, it happens, man. You know, we are in a very very small community, so it's, you're bound to run into the same people, you know, over and over again. And it sucks for me 
because you know I've been out of the loop for three years so people start saying all these names I'm like I don't know who that person is I don't know who that I'm, person is you know I'm what I'm kinda, saying so kind of in the same boat a little bit just because of where I was last mm-hmm. and even that like <clears throat> having to read more up on doctrine and get stuff like that again like oh I was yeah. like oh you know what I won't be I'll be kind of rusty when I get there like I'm kind of I was initially like man I haven't done this in a couple years let me yeah. get in there like I hope I didn't forget anything and I start clicking a bunch of stuff I end up teaching the soldiers there about new things so I'm like I don't understand how to remember half of this it's come second nature man when you when you do this job for as long as you know we've been doing it the the things that you think you will forget is like riding a bike man it, it really is you know what I'm saying and I was talking to somebody the other day like man I haven't officially like really shot a rocket since you know I was at Bragg you know what I'm saying and but that was even before you took a platoon too that was yeah, like yeah 2017 2018 well, 28 was it 2018 no 2018? no 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 because when we came when we came back when we came back um and we started going to the field again you know i had a platoon so i got a chance to shoot then i wasn't supposed to but you know we don't really talk about that day but that was the last time i shot was like 2020 you know what i'm saying i wasn't supposed there, to do <laughs> they're they're talking about having me do a ghost crew here. I'm like, I don't see the need to do that. Like I got no, other man. guys that need to go. Mm-hmm. I think I got other guys that need to go through. Like I don't wanna take so much rounds. Hey man. Take them rounds. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna pay me if the army's gonna pay me to shoot for free, I'm yeah. all about it. I'm shooting. I am all <laughs> if they ask me I'm to all come about back it. Right, no matter what it is. Come back right now to go shoot some rockets, I will get on the next plane to wherever it is and go shoot because it's just one of those things in life you know that you no one gets a chance everybody doesn't get a chance to shoot a rocket and i tell that to like the guys when um they're thinking about joining the army and ask me like what is my job and i have to explain it in like the, the slowest way ever you know what i'm saying i always just say i just i shoot rockets and missiles and blow shit up that's what i tell them like straight up that is what i do you know what i'm saying so i, I do that and i tell them i basically play game of hide and seek yeah, that's all it is. I was, like, that's, that's, I was like, that's literally yeah. all I do. I shoot rockets and missiles and I blow shit up, man. And that that always lights their eyes up because people are like, you shoot rockets? Oh, yeah, that's what I do. And then I have to further explain, like, no, I'm not talking about an RPG. No, I'm not talking about a damn cannon. Actual rockets and missiles off the back of a truck. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? And it's always, it always lights their eyes up. I put a few people in that are 13 mics now and things like that but i usually try to cater it towards what they actually you know what want to do because i feel like in recruiting you know you would feel responsible for them and not and you probably end up seeing them not even responsible i just feel like certain people need to fit for certain jobs and it shouldn't be about numbers it should be about putting the best person in the best position based on what i wish more people would have man listen (laughs) <laughs> I understand that sometimes y'all get some people that come through and y'all just like what but it's like you know some people let those the numbers and everything like that get ahead of them and I, I just I just can't be about that man I'm I'm gonna put in the people that need to be in the positions that they need to be in regardless of what you know what you think or how long it might take some of these people to get in but it's like they deserve to be here I want people who want to be here who are actually gonna serve and be useful rather than putting some dirt bag in that's gonna get out in three weeks or three months after he didn't already made it to his duty station because he got in trouble. That doesn't make any sense. We just wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars on this person for no reason. I need people who actually want to be here and I don't understand why they don't get that. 
and I get it, you know, politics or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, man, we got to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? A smaller army is better than an army full of fucking idiots. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, agree, <laughs> I agree with that. No one thinks about what happens when it gets to our level. No one cares about that part. You know what I'm saying? We got to deal with these people every single day. We got to train them. And everybody ain't trainable. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Everybody is not trainable. And we need to start realizing that stuff. But, you know, I got I got a couple months left of recruiting. And then I'm, I'm it's in the hands of the next man. You know what I'm saying? And I'll get what? back to doing what I do best. I also see a whole bunch where, uh, I mean, there's, there's a couple things. But some of the main things I'm seeing is that, not like you said, not everyone is trainable. Mm-hmm. But there's also like, are they willing to be trained? That's so, are you so willing? True. So are you gonna are you gonna actually you gonna find? There's there's some people that, that I see like I don't think should be platoon stars. I don't I don't think <laughs> should be like they're they're they're. I mean, sergeant first class, I get it, but honestly, I think it should be kind of how the air force does, to where like a first sergeant is a duty position, mm-hmm. and you either choose like a platoon sergeant or you go be like a first sergeant or like a section head or like a first sergeant. Mm. I think possibly like something could be worked out to where like some people are really good workers, but they're terrible leaders and, <laughs> okay. and possibly like a split that I used to have kind of like a spec four or an NCO. Like you okay. still get the same, you can still get the same, uh, pay for that same level. But mm-hmm. are you just a worker or are you going to be like leading people? Because I see a lot of people who are just not good at leading people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it comes with the it comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? We work with people who are bad leaders. We work with great leaders. We we've, we've had it all. We've had them all within the same battery. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things that happen. But it's like I always tell everybody: you need to learn from that person that's bad and that person that's good, and develop your own type of leadership, man. That's that's the only way to make this thing better. You know what I'm saying? We understand that everybody is not going to be this super, you know what I'm saying, super good leader. It's, it's just not possible to have a entire army full of great leaders because there are people who develop differently. You know what I'm saying? So you have to figure out what this person is doing wrong and put it into yours and like, okay, I know not to do it this way, but he's over there doing it this way. Maybe I need to do it that way or take a little bit of both and figure it out on your own how you're going to make it how you're going to make that plan work you know what i'm saying so um you can't always you can't, you're not going to be able to get rid of every every toxic leader and then i i definitely agree that there are people in certain positions that i feel shouldn't be there but again that's just my own personal opinion about it but you know it's i mean just, you're not the one paying their bills so it's not, yeah, it's not it, really a totally decision anyway yeah I mean, and it, it's not but it's like okay he might be in this position but i know if i do it this way it's going to be better and it's going to actually work for the people that are, that's working for me. So yeah. you just need to know how to navigate certain situations. And when you learn how to navigate around the bullshit that this person is doing or or something like that, you, you are in a lot better position. I mean, it just happens. It really does. And you just got to deal with whatever is, is coming and be better. And then when you get to that position, now you know exactly what you need to do for the people that's working up under you, man. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. Right. So, so I mean, I took a. Go ahead, go ahead. Like I said, I took over Parks old platoon. There was a guy named Koski. He was his old uh, section chief. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the better, all-around knowledgeable person I've ever met, and not just about our job. 
that dude. I mean, he's 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 great, great dude. Um, he took what Park had and built on it. You talking about Southwest Class Park? Yeah, he took what he had and built on it, and I'm, I see some holes here and there, but it's not it's not job wise. It's like small stuff because you know mm-hmm. how I was like pretty adamant about like the small things is what's going to get you hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather, like, I, I, I honestly would not be in a good position where I'm at now if it wasn't because of the job that I just had when I was mm-hmm. in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grew so much from it, and I didn't even realize it until now. You know what's funny? Like, you know what's funny? You just talk about a uh, uh, Cypress Class Park. That was my, uh, that was my gunner. You know what I'm saying? Park was my gunner when he first came over to uh, 2327. You know what I'm saying? I think he was just really, he was just really getting into the, th- actually, he was just getting into the 13 Mike world. Yeah, he, so just, kinda, he just got there. It's kind of funny that you say that uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they he taught all those people. And I actually talked with him a little while ago about this kind of stuff, man. And it's just good to see that, you know, the leadership and the, the training and all of that stuff is getting passed down to the next person. And then you see how it came you know, full circle for that guy. And shit, you worked with me too. So you know how things are working. And I'm sure you probably noticed like some of the things that Park taught him, you already knew because this is the same things that me and you work with. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of yeah, cool I've... to see. It's kind of cool to see things like that kind of happen and everything like that. That's cool, man. You can you can tell the, the group like just from us. Mm-hmm. And it's even like, I know, I know you're talking with Yabaro on one of your last ones where uh that whole group we were i'm not saying we were like amazing but i've seen nothing but people progressing from our old battery and Mm -hmm. our old like units yeah like everywhere we go i actually got uh the we just had got a new we just did change of command and uh do you remember our old xo uh major sparks Mm mm-hmm he is now my battalion commander, Colonel Sparks. That's crazy. He just took over. Murphy is our master gunner. Crane, <laughs> Crane uh, is our Crane is our digital master gunner. We have, and then uh, Hensley is our brigade. So it's it's all all those guys within all of our so, area. That is so wild. You know, and I've been kind of keeping up with. What's and then going Tucker, on with everybody. Tucker's yeah. here now. He's in the other. He's in the other battery. Yeah, like it's it's I'm telling it's everyone that I know. It's a combination of all the guys that we were there from Bragg, mm-hmm. and a, co- a combination of a lot of guys from Germany that I know. And it's, it's I, I was to a point. Yeah, I mean, I was to a point where I was. Uh, I, I know you talk about this. I'm not trying to interrupt you. No, you're good. good. Another, I know you talk about this a lot on your other shows, and honestly, it got me thinking a lot too. But like, mental health wise, stuff like that. Like, I I was 100 percent going to get out. And you know how adamant I was about not. Like I was, I was staying in for twenty. There's no way. Like the G- Germany was great for me mm-hmm. and enlightening, but it was also like mental health wise, it was not. Yeah, yeah. I was going. So, I was going to get into that with you too. But before we get into that part with you, I want you to kind. I'm go back a little bit. Um, I want you to kind of tell me like where it all started for you at. You know what I'm saying? From the beginning, like when did you? Like when did you join? Why did you join? That oh kind my of gosh. thing. 
I know it goes way back, but I like to give you, I want to give you the opportunity to, because I want to give everybody the opportunity to tell their story, okay? Because you're the only one who can tell the truth about who you are. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else can dictate the type of person that you are better than you. So I want to give you the opportunity to tell your story, how you came up in the army to like where you at, you know, today. That's a, that's a long Hey, Long you can time. start, and this, this is your story, man. You can start it wherever you like. I don't care how you do it. I just want you to have the opportunity to put it on tape. This is my story. This is me. And this is where I am now. So, as you know, my, my dad was military. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that didn't have anything to sway with me at all. And kind of deciding coming in. But I enjoyed it. So, like, I was actually... One thing I wish we did more that they used to do back then is bring kid like their kids along to like their family days and stuff like that. But their family days were like almost a recruitment of all the military kids. And now I think about it now, it's like that's kind of smart. Like you would get numbers later. But they used to set up like they had like little mind detector pits in sandboxes and stuff like that with like toy cars and stuff like that. You could get and then whatever you found, you get to keep. Like stuff like that. They used to have repelling. They used to have blanks and stuff like that. Every now and then, you could like take some of that stuff. So like that. That from when I was little, that kind of got me to want to come in anyway. So ever since I was like four or five, I was like, I'm gonna join the army when I get older. And but I was like, ah, why don't why don't you look at doing something else instead? I was like, nope, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> move. I moved around a lot. Did all kinds of other stuff like i i was rappelling and and doing peel-offs like jumping off a roof learning how to do the airborne tuck and roll when i was like in middle school so so oh, wow. doing, doing all that stuff like I, yeah i knew i was gonna be doing it anyway i enjoy it uh it's, it's something i just want to do and it's like you know what i don't know if i'm gonna do this full time but at least i know i could do this to kind of get my head out of the out of the gutter because I was just not a good student in high school because I just tests not I'm, I'm just not great at tests like you give me a written test I'm not good at it I'll get like a 60 or 70 but if you give me a verbal test on the exact same thing I'll get 100 so yes. I, was, I was trying to figure out I was trying to figure out like study habits that kind of stuff um I jo- I was I should have gone active when I now think about it now if I went like right into it but uh, I did guard because I was like you know what let me try to do this and go to college at the same time I was like I kind of I need to get off my butt and do something with my life and not just sit here like I don't want to I don't want to be the like college the high school burnout so I joined the guard ended up being a I went I went in to go be like a MP my mm-hmm. state didn't really have anything I ended up getting a call from my recruiter and he cu- he cussed me out because he was like why don't you tell me you had a prior I was like what do you mean I have a prior <laughs> he was like you did a donut he's like you have criminal mischief I was like well, I was like you mean the thing that got expunged I did a donut when I was like 16 mm-hmm. and then I left like Grassdale staying I got charged for criminal mischief like wow. this, the, the dumbest the dumbest thing but uh, so I ended up they're like well it's the last day for your bonus 
business. You either go in one of these two jobs or you wait a day and then you can go be like an MP. And I was like, I don't care what you have. I'm not giving up another $10,000 because I feel like I want to go to a different job. Right, right, right. Um, but I mean, even, even before all that, like I was big into sports. I mean, you, you saw me like, I'm not, I'm not really one to gloat about myself at all. Even mm-hmm. talking about myself, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, I see you struggling a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not usually one to usually talk about myself anyway. I'd, I'd rather just, I'd rather help people out. Yeah. 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 And do other things to help other people out than do anything like that. So like, so, so you say you started off in the guard and then at, what was your job in the guard? Was it, did you? Oh, so I, I joined as a, uh, what was it back then? A 63 Bravo. The hell is that? So it was, so <laughs> it was a light wheel mechanic. So I, when I joined, I joined as a light wheel mechanic. It was basically work on LMTVs, trailers, and Humvees. And that was like my main job. You know, that makes so much sense now. Continue. Oh, me, me being able, <laughs> me being able to fix and, and yeah, find yeah, yeah. what's wrong yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So I joined. I joined as a '63 Bravo, and I was went to Missouri for basic, right. and I had five drill sergeants because two of them got moved while we were in cycle. Okay. I had one guy who came there and who I was like, please don't let this guy be my drill sergeant because he got on the bus and he's like, my name is Drill Sergeant Payne. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Like please, I was like please don't let this dude be my drill sergeant. I think it's spelled P A Y N E. I was nice. like, <laughs> I was like, if I get this, I'm just gonna laugh at this man every single time I see him. Gotcha. So, so we got off like did all like did all that. I, next thing I hear is, "All right, kids, how are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god." I was like, "No, no, not this guy." What year but, was I this? I mean, tw- 2009. Oh. It was Got June, for a while. June 2009. I joined, so okay. I mean, we we finished we finished basic. Uh, I had a, I had a couple other drill sergeants. They were awesome. Uh, I actually had one promote me. I mean, I'll I'll talk about that later. But uh, I finished finished basic in Missouri. Went over to Jackson for end of it like AIT. AIT. Yep, and that was. A more like I think 98% of us were male and they had like one or two females in our class something like that yeah I remember (laughs) yeah so so you went you went there you did your AIT how long did you stay in the guard before you decided to go active I was in the guard for like seven years holy shit okay so I I mean it, it was one of those like I'm not doing anything so I don't see why I wouldn't so I, I finished I finished AI uh, towards the end of AIT I actually graduated I'm the first class ever to graduate as a 91 Bravo it changed like yeah, on a Friday it changed like Friday the, and my graduation was like Monday or Tuesday oh, okay so I was actually a first class to graduate as a 91 Bravo as okay. a, was it Bravo 187 I think it was but fin- finished that got, got to my unit and they're like, hey, do you want to go to Iraq? We just got some guys. We can fast track and go to Iraq. I was like, nah. <laughs> I've been gone. I've been gone for seven months. I don't immediately want to go for another seven months and leave. 
Right. Like they're like, okay, no problem. Like, all right. Two months later, well, I'm in, I'm in the field, and they're like, hey, they call like 15 of us over. They're like, hey, bad news. You get an involuntary involuntarily transfer this unit. You go to Afghanistan. I was like, I just I should just go to Iraq. You definitely <laughs> I like, should. Have. I, like, I should just go to Iraq. So we got there. I got to this trans transportation unit, and they slotted us as drivers. And they're like, yep. hey, do you do you want this other MOS? Since you're already in the position anyway. I was like, sure, why not? More money. Like, so I went out to Kansas and did 88 mic training. And that's how I got my second second MOS. We went to Afghanistan in 2011. And wow. I was I was the driver. They were going to try to slot me as a gunner. But they're like, you know what? I don't trust these other dudes. You're going to drive. I was like, okay. I, don't, I was like, if you don't trust them, I don't know why you're going to give them a gun. But instead yeah, exactly. of driving, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they put me as a driver. And they're like, hey, um, we, you're getting pulled from the from the platoon. I mean, after I did like a, a mission, I did like, I did one mission. And in that mission, I had uh, like my first welcome to war kind of moment mm-hmm. within the first like two hours. And I was like, hey, surprise. Because um, I, I was a lead scout and they're like, I was sl- started slowing down. They're like, what are you slowing down for? I was like, there's a, there's a body in the road. It's like, no, no, there's not. I was like, there's definitely a body right there. And it was like this little girl who was presumed of like having things put inside of her. Yeah. So that kind of, that was, that was like a, a welcoming moment to me. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is definitely real. Cause they were having, we had other ones of, like that about the same time that were like, they were using donkeys and stuff for like, and stuff like that. But after it was like another mission after that, uh, I had, I got, I got called into the office and they're like, Hey, you getting moved over to, uh, this team that they're making. I'm like, what did I do? I was like, did I do something wrong? They're like, no, like we need someone who wouldn't be bad at like relations and wouldn't, who isn't incompetent. Like, thank you, I guess. So I ended up getting moved over to this, uh, A&A team. So A&A trainer. So it was on a, uh, ment- I think it was augment, augment, what was it? Uh, OMLT. Okay. Augment mentor leadership trainer, Some, something something like that. It was like the it was a NATO version of a MIT team. So it was, I was on a MIT team. So I was training that I was training the ANA and trans operations. <laughs> that worked out well. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, the whole the whole premises of what they had was just insane. It made yeah, no yeah, yeah. sense to me. Yeah. So their 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 units they didn't pull, they're not they didn't say like hey, uh, first unit or whatever whatever they were, you're going on a mission, go get your trucks, load up and go out. They said hey, the MPs are rolling out on a mission, driver 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 go to this truck, driver driver go to this truck. Like they just took drivers out and just threw them in trucks. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't Not like how, no, there's no coordination and they didn't know what they were doing. 
right. even when we were going through they were like hey uh what do you do when you get an ambush and they're like oh we throw weapons down run I'm like what all right <laughs> okay yeah that's just, that's just stupid so, so, so you so you did your time there in afghanistan right come back um what year did you go active so i i, I stayed until 20 uh late 2016 mm-hmm. and in december of 2016 they finally gave me my uh release because I, I got promoted in 2015 to sergeant right uh september 11th 2015 actually nice and then uh they released me in 2016 because i had to do half of my contract yep and i picked up and i got over to be because i went to went to reception they're like hey what do you want i was like i want all i listed 30 jobs i'm like i want this and descending order if you can't choose this one go to this one Right. They basically they, they literally took it and they like they just threw it out. Of course they did. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what did I get myself into? They're like, all right, do you want your old jobs? I'm like, absolutely not. They're like, why don't you want your old jobs? I'm like, because I've heard terrible things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's one of those things. We talk to recruiters, man. It it's easier to put you in the job that you had than it is to find you a new one. Actually, it's not. It just depends on the person because it's just as easy. Let me stop saying that. It's super easy to get you a different job. It just means less work for the person if you decide to keep the same job because it's just one thing that they have to do and that's it. I want to clear that up. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, what was, so, you're going through that. They pretty much, you said they threw your list out and then you landed on the 13 Mike World. Yes? I didn't even, I didn't even have that. that, So, that wasn't even on my list. I didn't put any 13 series. Because I had two buddies that were uh, in 13 that warned me. They're like, absolutely don't go. Don't do it. It's awful. I'm like, what? Well, I was like, why? Mm-hmm. I was like, that, I mean, that scene, it seemed, I was like, that, honestly, that seems fun to me. They're like, don't do it, man. Like, like <laughs> okay. So I went up to them. They're like, what do you not want? I was like, I don't want 13 series. They're like, okay. Why? I was like, I don't know. I just heard really bad things. It's like, okay. So I just didn't include it on my list. And they're like, hey, I got good news and bad news for you good news is you can keep your sergeant and I was like okay cool you can keep your sergeant and go back to duty I was like that's that's two of the things I needed two of the right. three things I needed of course they're like alright bad news is it's 13 Mike and you sign here and they, they put out the paperwork they're like you just sign right here and I'm like I can go active duty and keep my sergeant they're like yes I literally just signed I didn't even know what the job was I didn't even know what I was doing and they're like I was like I just have to sign here they're like yes I'm like okay cool I signed. I'm like, look, you gave me something that I can keep. Like, I had a kid and a wife at that time. I'm like, no, I gotta take care of my family. I was like, I didn't care. I was like, if you didn't even offer me cook, so I'm good with that. Like, yeah, man, I'll do do anything you want. So I ended up doing it, like going to AIT and stuff like that. Like, honestly, I absolutely love the concept of 13 Mike World. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I love, I love the concept. The only thing that ever has ever been kind of like a downside to it I think mm-hmm. is like kind of how hostile people are <laughs> okay it's not not, not people but like like kind of how uh, more not more like kind of negative to everybody like if if uh, you there you know, like I said there's people who aren't really good leaders mm-hmm. and honestly it's taken me a long time to grow too about a lot of that stuff but like uh, how 
are not assertive, but like being, being assertive is fine, but being like almost abusive is mm-hmm. not. I got you. And I've seen a lot of that kind of style of leadership towards almost that. And that's kind of like, I see that a lot more. Like I correct it, but it's, it's, I think it's weeding its way out and almost gone now. Mm-hmm. But when we were there, it was a lot more toxic. And I was like, I can't take this. Yeah. And I, and I understand that. It's like we were talking about earlier when it comes to stuff like that. You just got to figure out how to navigate around it until you find yourself in a position where you can actually make the difference and, you know, pass on the actual positive knowledge and the positive vibes and everything like that, too. You know what I'm saying? We, we had to deal with a lot of the same things a lot of the same issues as well too so it was just about when i was <clears throat> like when i was your platoon sergeant one of my my main things was to always not necessarily shield you guys but i wanted to be able to make sure that you guys had all the knowledge available to you at every single in, in every aspect you know what i'm saying and i know like and i talked to um who did I talk to? I talked to Ibarra about this and a couple other people um, when I was thinking about how I approached the whole platoon sergeant lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I know there was a lot of times, you know, that I came off super angry. And there was a lot of times where I came off as, like, you know, it seemed like I was being more of a dictator. But my whole process and my whole thought process behind all of that was to make sure that I was putting you guys in a position where you can operate if I am not there if the lieutenant is not there if you don't have mechanics everything that I was doing was to try to arm you guys with enough knowledge to make sure that you can operate by yourself if need be you know what I'm saying and put you guys in positions where you are that leader you know what I'm saying so that you can understand how this role works if somebody like I said is not around and now that's going to help you when you start to further in your career because you've already been put in that position where you are already that leader and you understand the role that you're in. Regardless of what's going on around you, you are able to move in a room full of people who've been doing this for a long time and it makes you feel more comfortable being around them and being able to rub shoulders or elbows, whatever you want to say, with these type of people. You know what I'm saying? So that was my whole you know thought process behind it because i've never approached any situation that i've ever put you guys in without thinking about the plan for it and then another plan for that plan you know what i'm saying i've never done that it might always seem kind of like i'm winging things but i've never done anything without thinking about it before i do it you know even like when you think about um when i start mixing you guys up you know what i'm saying that was a whole thing i know you remember how crazy that was when i rolled that idea out you, yeah, man. People, people lost their mind. They they literally lost their mind, but they didn't understand my my thought process behind it because, like I was telling them, like you don't know what's gonna happen. This is a real life situation that we in out here. You know how it was for us when we were out there. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what's gonna happen to who. Knock on wood. I'm so glad everybody came home safe for sure. But we don't know what's going to happen at any given time. You need to be able to get in this launcher. You need to be able to get in that launcher or work with this person or work with that person at any given moment because you never know what's going on. And I also wanted to make sure that everybody was getting the opportunity to rotate different positions because look what happened when we got back. Everybody moved around. 
everybody went different directions. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got put into different positions, but you guys was the most prepared because you had the opportunity to work in every single position there was. And look at everybody now. Look how everybody has excelled in, in their careers and how more, how much more advanced they are than a lot of other people are that are in this business that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that was specialist then is staff sergeants about to be sergeant first classes now. You know what I'm saying? All of them. Or hell, uh, freaking Wilson is a warrant officer now. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody has advanced themselves to higher levels. And I'm not trying to like boost my confidence or anything like that but like i feel like i because i helped you guys and put y'all in these positions everybody has excelled even for you too when you first went out to germany and we we talked you know what i'm saying and this is a safe space you know what i'm saying but we've talked a lot since you've been out there and, and you know you asked me a lot of things about like should you take this position or that position and the thing that i always told you is yes I always say yes because you need to be able to develop yourself outside of your own MOS. You know how to do that already, but you didn't know how to do these other jobs that they was presenting to you. And I think that it, like you said, it's helped you a whole lot in your career taking on those extra jobs that you took on because you didn't understand it. And I told you to make sure that you, you know what I'm saying, absorb all of that knowledge because now you are ahead of your peers. You know what I'm saying? You know a lot more about certain things that a lot of people don't know about because a lot of us forget that we are non-commissioned officers first before we are anything. And you have that knowledge of being that non-commissioned officer, being able to step on those ranges and do things that nobody else can do. And that's great. So if there's ever opportunity for you to step outside of your MOS, absolutely go and do it. It doesn't make any sense to just sit back and not do that. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because when you were telling me that, I'm like, I don't even know why we even having this conversation. He should definitely take this job because you're going to get your platoon assignment time regardless. It's going to happen, especially now since you're paying. You know what I'm saying? That can wait. But this job opportunity is not going to wait on you. Go take that and, and knock it out and do the best you can. And remember to bring that knowledge back with you and pass it on. Because that is one of the main things that we do here on Red Lake Radio, man, is make sure we pass along this knowledge. Things that people are not hearing, they don't know your story and they're getting your story now. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't know who you are i didn't know a lot of those things that you you talked about and obviously we're gonna get more into it and i know i'm on my soapbox but i just wanted to make sure that you understood you know some of the things that went on then and what you got going on now all right now i'm gonna get off my soapbox and let you go back right. you, you're good um <laughs> even, even that i was like i still did other stuff in afghanistan too yeah so like, for sure I, I actually found some of my old counselings, mm-hmm. and i was like i brought them in to be like look i actually did do this because if uh i got denied a bronze star as a specialist in Afghanistan because I was a specialist. You know how that go, man. That's politics. Yeah, I know. That's politics. So I was with with the MIT team. So like, I was a trainer. I was in a staff sergeant position as a specialist. My mm-hmm. gunner was a specialist in a staff sergeant position. And my sergeant was a sergeant first class position. Our NCYC was a German staff sergeant. And our OIC was a Finnish major. Yeah, I was all over the place. That's good. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool, but like, I mean, all the Germans made us look tiny. Like those, those guys were six four minimum, except for their little supply guy that they had, mm-hmm. and their sergeant major who was like ex, I don't know if it's Grom or whatever they are, like ex special forces. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that. I did uh, combat security in between, like dabbled in that, and then I was also on a, a PSD team, so personal security detail. So I was a sergeant major's bodyguard. 
for the base. Yeah. So it's pretty much safe to say that you've done and carried quite a lot of different positions in, throughout your entire military career because you've been in. Uh, does your guard time even count? Does it count? I know. Uh, it does, but it doesn't. Only so, some like, of it, right? Only some of it, right? The times yeah, when you like deployed and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. And that was I, that was I just that, that deployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I don't know why. I just actually, like, I didn't already know that. Recruiting has taught me a lot of different things about how the guard works and how the reserves works and everything. And well, like, I mean, I, you you saying that anyway? Kind of. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing to say it anyway, but mm-hmm. it is because a lot of people who listen to your show probably don't understand. Yeah, and I try to make sure that I I uh, I under people. I give people an explanation about certain things, okay? So, like, of course, um, we know, you know, some of the guard time does not count towards your active duty time. Some of the reserve time doesn't count as your active duty time, except when you are deployed or in AIT or basic training. Okay, so that's just one of those things that happen. Um, I try to always push for active duty just because sometimes I just, I mean, personally, I think it's better. Why, why would you want to do something half the time when you can do it all the time? But, well, there's a reason why a lot of guard and reserve come active. Yeah, that, so like, there is, I'm, that, I feel like I, I miss it. it. I get it all the time, man. People come here like, oh yeah, I'm in, I'm in the reserves right now, or I'm in the guard. I'm like, hey man, look, you take this piece of paper right here. You're gonna go get this signed by 06 or above, and then you bring it back to me, and then we can work. You know what I'm saying? That's all you gotta do. Fill out one piece of paper, one piece of paper, get it filled out, bring it back. I know it's hard because you're in the guard or you in the reserves, but. Uh, you know, I had, your best. I had to get mine signed by the general of the state for yeah. me to be released. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> that was, it's different. That was man. A the butt. It's it's hard because uh, I've had people get a had a G one sign off on their stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of different ways that it can happen. But you just gotta know you gotta know the right people, and hopefully they're in the office or answering the emails. You know what I'm saying? To get your stuff released, and then you can come on over to to the NBA, as I call it. Um, but it's, it just depends on whatever your situation is if you can go active or want to go active i just always felt that and i know that i've only been in my 12 years almost it'll be 13 next week uh we got the next we got the next it'll be 13 years you know what i'm saying that i've been doing this so of course active duty makes sense to me you know what i'm saying it doesn't make sense for everybody you know but it's a different lifestyle even honestly if depending on what base you go to that's a complete different lifestyle too every single base is going to be different every base you know, if you've been through SEAL, if you've been through JBLM or Bragg or whatever, Liberty, whatever they call it, I'm still going to call it Bragg, but Bragg, you know, you've been to Korea, wherever, Germany, all those places are all different. None of them are going to be the same. The culture is going to be different. Everything about it is is going to be different. You know, any deployment you're going on is always going to be different. You just got to be able to to navigate and deal with whatever is going on. And I'm not saying deal with it in a bad, like, because it's going to be bad, but sometimes it's good, you know, so... It's just adapting to the culture and being able to navigate and do what you want to do with your career. That's kind of the biggest thing about it, man. Taking charge of your own career, being able to navigate and move around and, you know, do the things that you want to do with it. Because a lot of people don't understand that you can really navigate your career if you actually take charge of it and put yourself in a position where you need to be to be able to make these decisions for yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's really, really not that hard. It's really not. Even that, if I, what I found out is that like, you, you gotta do your own thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I know I, I, there's a reason why I keep asking you a whole bunch of stuff off, like offline. Because yeah, yeah. I do, I do respect your opinion. Like, that's uh, you're probably one of the people who like I probably respect the most in this MOS. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm meeting a whole bunch of people along the way too. Like, I want everyone around me, even if I don't like you, 
I want you to do well. Like yeah, I'm not, sure. I'm not, I'm not a person who is vindictive to where I will still try to set up everyone and every person around me as best as possible. I'm not out to get anybody. Like I'm trying to bring everybody up with. Me. And I even like, like I told you what I was, I was starting. I'm trying, I'm starting this, uh, this thing for the military. It's military, obviously, but uh, I'm starting like a, a Teams page. Yeah, yeah. That yeah I'm trying to get. That. that I'm trying to get everyone to buy into and a lot of people are like I don't want to do that I don't think that'll be helpful I'm like man like I'm putting up con ops I'm putting draws I'm doing NCBRs I'm doing like anything and everything you could possibly think of that will help in any way ever I'm adding to it I'm taking out taking out personal information mm -hmm. but I'm adding adding to with all different MOS's I'm like I'm tired of redoing the same thing over and over mm -hmm. and wasting my nights and wasting the soldiers nights when we already have stuff that's already built mm -hmm. like why why are we why are we recreating the wheel when it's already been made yeah hundreds of different times i guess so i like, guess so, if it does need to be remade then that's awesome okay. but so i'm not gonna challenge you on this but i i'm gonna do the the Sarn taylor thing you know that i've been taught about these kinds of things and i'm not disagreeing i i like i told you before i like the idea but at, when you're doing this, is there a way that when you do it, it could be teachable so that people don't, I, I understand you're trying to make a shortcut. And so- that Oh, no, 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 I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, what you're so, saying. Yeah, 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 there, there is. So okay. like, I don't just, I don't just give out a bunch of information anyway. Like, mm -hmm. I think that you pretty much hit the nail on the head to where things need to be relayed and taught at the same time. Yeah. And there's different ways of doing it. Gotcha. So I even getting my new platoon, I told them like, look, I, I sat everyone down like kind of how you did when you first got the platoon. I'm like, mm -hmm. look, this is my expectation. I just got my, like I got my initial, I'm like, this is LT. This is what LT wants. This is what the command team is directing. You're gonna do this. I will give you this and this and this. Right, right, right. I was like, I was like, what do you guys want out of this? What do you want out of this? Like, we can you. You can do anything all day, but if no one's gonna have any buy-in to to any of the mission that you're gonna be doing anyway, Always you're not gonna get you're not gonna get anything out of it. You have to buy into it. Yep. That's and I told him like, look, I will give you comp days like they're candy, and I have been. I've been getting, I've been handing out comp days like they're candy, and my first aren't lets me pretty much roll whatever I have as long as the mission gets done. Mm -hmm. He lets me roll, so I'll, I'll give out comp days a lot, um, but. The mission set is has been has been met so far, and is continuously being met. But I also told him like, "Hey, you're going to be changing crews. You're going to be doing this." Um, I already changed crews three different times. Two of them were not on intentionally. Like I it was like, "Hey, this is happening. Mm -hmm. You're getting a different person. This is the person's changing out." I was like, "Oh man, okay." But I'm not really too worried about it. I'm like, "Look, I got I got five and." Uh, one through six coming up anyway like it's not gonna that's not gonna hurt but even at that like i've already been through this like i know i know what's going on they're freaking out and i'm kind of sitting back laughing so i'm like if you need help let me know i was like i'll help you out and i do help them out but i'm laughing at the same time because like i remember being in those shoes and mm -hmm. how frustrated and angry i was the whole time yeah, like man. why is he doing why is he doing this to me yeah but it pays off it absolutely does so and i'll say two things to to your method you know what i'm saying because i wouldn't be me if i wasn't 
teaching at the same time you know what i'm saying as i'm giving you advice because that's like you said that's what i do so um i will tell you you know i, I like that you you give them their comp days and everything like that and that's cool but you just have to now you have to make your buy-in be more than just them getting days off their buy-in should be to be it should be now yes we get comp days but i actually want to be here i want to be able to outshine everybody and to do that you can because you said y'all got tables coming up now you make it a competition like the way it used to be when we did it you know what i'm saying you make it a competition who does the best who scores the most points and now they have the spirit of competition back in their spirit is is gonna raise the morale you know what i'm saying within your platoon and other platoons that they see that them they out there going all out because they're trying to you know be the best that's going to raise morale and these guys are going to want to be there a lot more than just waiting on all right if i heard him do this i could get a day off you know what i'm saying so not necessarily taking out not taking that away at all but giving them more pride in what we do as 13 mics you know what i'm saying so just trying to it's just an idea to kind of change up the culture a little bit that's going on because I, like i said i like what you're doing but now let's give them a little bit more let's give them let's instill some pride in them uh, for being 13 mics bring back because i talked about this before that we have lost that ability to be compet uh, for that competitive nature that we used to have within each other we all love each other we all in 13 mics but that competition was that one thing that we always rated on. We were never nervous about it. We couldn't wait till that day where we could look at that list and see where our name was, where we fell at, you know what I'm saying? In that whole competition with the entire uh, battalion, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to be on the list. Everybody wanted that number. Everybody wanted to be number one, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody can't be me, you know what I'm saying? Three, three years running, <laughs> but uh, you know, everybody wanted that respect you know what i'm saying and everybody in the entire bat battery every single battery can see that list you know what i'm saying that was always fun to me to see like all right where this dude at because he was talking the most shit oh look at him he's like 10 and i'm like two you know what i'm saying those things was great and i think that we should definitely start kind of bringing that thing back and you know it might be an idea that you can bring up to you know what i'm saying the battalion to get an award for it you know what i'm saying just something give them something to look forward to other than you know what I'm saying just getting days off like now we going for this trophy we want to go everybody wants to go oh that's you know that's saying? that's how my that's how my battery is yeah and like that's my whole that's my dope, whole man. my whole battery is hungry so like one thing i finally just accepted and I, i'm i'm not sure if i showed it that much when i was there hmm. but like i know i know i said i wanted to do a lot of things but i didn't realize that i mean uh, the i guess you could say badge chase or whatever I finally accepted. Yeah, I guess that that is me a little bit, but I'm, I, I'm staying hungry. Like there's not. That's 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 what we I, want, though, man. Everybody, you, I, you need to keep your people hungry, man, for real. Even even after because I did air assault, I did air assault in Germany. It was in January too, so it was freezing. But even after I got it, I'm like happy. I'm like, you know what? Like, what what's next? And I was literally standing, getting pinned. I'm like, all right, what's next? Yeah, man. That's what's I up. Like, I feel like I took away. I feel like a, I took away a little bit from myself from doing it. But I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, I, I don't, I don't like. I feel more uncomfortable if I'm not progressing and doing things, mm -hmm. especially now. And like, I'm the same way with my guys. And my guys kind of have that mentality a little bit. 
I'm trying to get it into them a little bit more. I, I have some guys who are probably more mentality like that than you are. Mm, I would like to meet yeah. these people that think they're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not, they're not, there's one that's a little bit cocky like that, but the yeah, other yeah, ones yeah. aren't. The other ones aren't, but they're 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 hungry. Yeah, now like, the the chiefs that I have aren't as much. I'm starting to try to get them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and, I, and I just got some new one, new chiefs who are kind of like the, that. It's the books, but I'm man. like, what are you what are you doing next? Like, what are you doing next? To put them I in got, the books, I give me, man. I told them I was like, give me a three year plan. They're like, what do you mean? So I have my every single one of my guys, whether they're getting out or staying in, I'm like, give me a three year plan. We were sitting down, like legit going through this. What are you working towards Listen, for when you get out? Put them in the books and run them through the gauntlet, man. Put them in the books, put them in the books. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Make them the best that they can be. And I'm gonna say something to all you 13 mics out there. And I can't, I hope all of y'all hear this. If y'all think for one second that Siren First Class Tape has lost it, you are out of your goddamn mind, all right? I'm going to always be cocky, no matter who it is or where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Put me on any launch, any platform. I promise you, I will smoke you. All right? I want all of y'all to hear this. You know, I said it first. Put me anywhere, anytime. Anybody can get it. All right? That's me, and that's my competitive nature. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I just need to put that PSA out there that go for you too. Anybody. You know what I'm saying? Don't sleep on me because I've been away for a little while. This is like, like I said, it's like riding a bike, man. I just want to really, I need to make sure that I, I'm still standing up in this community. You know what I'm saying? Just so y'all know, the old head ain't gone yet. You know what I'm saying? I still school you little young whippersnappers on how to do this thing, man. But definitely, like I was telling you, man, just keep them, hey, man, make them competitive. You know what I'm saying? Be aggressive, but also remember to be human too you know what i'm saying understand that everybody doesn't learn the same way just because you you know that you know what i'm saying everybody has to be has to learn in a different way and everybody understands things differently too and you have to approach your leadership differently with every single person it's the same thing that you know i had to do with all you guys you know what i'm saying i, I had to talk to everybody different because everybody doesn't understand the way that the next person understands like take for instance i can talk to ramirez you know what i'm saying i can say this 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 and then he can go and do it you know what i'm saying i can talk to uh, trado and i i give him a list i have to give him a list you know what i'm saying of things write everything down and then he can take that and process it and i'm talking to you i give it i break it down a little bit more because i know how detailed you are about things you know what i'm saying so I know how to talk to different people to get the same thing done. I just have to structure it differently so that you understand how it works. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, if I had to talk to you, I know I have to break everything down because you will get to a point of doing something and you'd be like, well, I could have did this, this, this. So if I don't break it all the way down and then tell you to you like that, you're gonna, it's gonna take you longer to do something. So I break it down all the way. That way I know you're not gonna have to go back and pick up a step that I knew you were gonna do anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's not to, it's not belittling you at all. It's because I know how you work. You like to start from the ground and work your way all the way up to get something done. You're not going to skip any steps. So I'm going to tell you every single step that way I know you're gonna do it that way. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's going to save you time because I know, like I said, if I don't tell you all the other steps that come in between there, you're going to have to go back and do it anyway. So I might as well just tip. You know what I'm saying? It's just knowing your people. That's all it is. It's just knowing your people. And when you start to know your people, life gets so much easier. It really does. That's uh, a lot. A lot of things I took from you. I started doing that. So I mean, it's not. It's not just you. There's another guy. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of guys I work with. Uh, but honestly, like, Mark, I don't want the one who actually like took your time to actually like sit down and go through stuff mm-hmm. with me instead of being like, oh, he just doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like, no, I, I, I just need help. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You, you took you took your time and like, hey, he's gonna know what he's doing. Like, like that. I really do appreciate you doing that because that that honestly helped me out a lot. Yeah. When I got to Germany, I was running circles around dudes. Yeah, man. It's, Not saying I was the best out there. No, and, and you don't. It was it was me, 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 and a couple people. But like, yeah, I it was it was I was running circles around a lot of people. Yeah, and, and I will tell you, man, and, and I don't care who hears this or anything like that. A lot of people didn't want to take that time. You know what I'm saying? And that's perfectly fine because you know everybody isn't for everybody you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not going to count somebody out before i try my best to work with this person i've worked with some shitty people like terrible i've worked with someone and i'm not going to say their name but i have worked with someone where i had to go sit i literally had to go sit in first sergeant's office and he had to tell me like hey man look i'm sorry but I need you to be with this person because they're not as competent as you are. And you just not at that. I can't put you in their position because of what their rank is. You know what I'm saying? This person is was told they have to be here. So I'm sorry that you have to be with this person. I literally had to have this conversation with my first son. You know what I'm saying? So, so I understand how it is to work with, you know what I'm saying? work around things so like i like i said i get i even gave him a chance you know what i'm saying just trying to do my best with this person that i knew was a terrible terrible nco you know what i'm saying just very very incompetent so i've always told myself that you know whoever else that i work with or have to work around i'm going to take my time to try to figure out what it is you know what i'm saying regardless of what everybody is saying even though i knew this person was shitty you know what i'm saying i still took my time and worked with them as best as i could did they understand anything? No. But I took the time. Even though I was told I had to do it, I still made sure that I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I did my due diligence and tried my best. So I always make sure that, you know what I'm saying? If somebody is saying, hey, this person really sucks or whatever that is, or like, I don't want to work with him, man, I will work with him. And I will, I will show you that you just needed to do this, that, and the third to help this person get to where they are now. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, probably people will be pissed off about it but there are people that just they didn't want to work with you you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna tell you straight up you know what i'm saying oh, I, I know i know that and i know you know it but I'm, I'm just letting you know like i knew that but i didn't let that deter me from anything because i knew that you knew how to do stuff like i knew that if you were just given the chance and people would stop always trying to make it seem like you just know what the fuck is going on and just actually step back and say this you you really understand how this process works if somebody just did that they would have understood that you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing you know what i'm saying so as soon as i realized how i needed to approach you that's when things went great you know what i'm saying and like i told you in the very beginning like i said man there's no way we would have been able to 
maneuver in Afghanistan had you not taken the steps to help us out because you know what I'm saying you've been through that you already knew how to do all of that stuff so it wasn't nothing for me to just say this is what you're in charge of man we need to move around this is you you got that you know what I'm saying so why not empower you when I know that you know how to do something we still be in fucking Kuwait right now you know what I'm saying we still be stuck in all those places right now had you not been able to get us around you know what I'm saying so we definitely appreciate that you know what I'm saying and like I said it just took a little bit of figuring out who you were and being able to figure out how I'm going to lead you to success you know what I'm saying and it didn't take that long at all you know what I'm saying I just need to see you work see you do these certain things and then hey look at you now you know what I'm saying you're, you're good so just taking the time Hmm. all right so now we are up to the part where um we already know what your, your current job is platoon star and everything like that but i told you that we would spin back the last two things we talk about every time here on real Life radio is um mental health so just in a nutshell uh what does mental health mean to you and what is your mental health status right now uh, I mean, what it means to me, uh, I guess it's more broad. No, no worries. Honestly, I think it's one of those things that can just change at any moment. Like, it depends on how you were kind of raised. It, depends, it has a lot of multitude of factors. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I guess I'm good. I'm mean, going to have a lot of other things I, I gotta, I'm working on right now. Uh, I, I'm actually having, like, a lot of memory problems recently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I can be literally in the middle of a conversation and then forget what I'm talking about in that conversation. That's because you're getting old, man. No, but it's it's more, it's more like a, it's it's more frequent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to, to where it's more to where it's more concerning. I'm like, because yeah, I was yeah. doing. I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but like, I have for any of that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it possibly could have some of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, but I mean, we had we had what. I think seven within 150 meters. Dude, you know what is so crazy is I always <laughs> talk about I always talk about that same day where I thought it was all was about to be over with for me, man. The Willie Pete? Man, yes, dude. They don't understand. No one understands how close that was to me and Trey Hope. Actually, really, oh, me, I, I, I watched the whole thing. I was standing I up did. watching it. Dude, you, y'all just, let me tell y'all, y'all don't understand when you are running and you look in the sky and you see this thing coming and like oh shit it's headed towards my fucking launchers so now i'm running towards y'all i don't know what i'm gonna do when i get there i just know i gotta get to the launchers then i see the c-ram come up okay c-ram got it we straight fucking c-ram shoots it cool got it and then you watch it angle itself and now it's coming at you now what the fuck do i do you know what i'm saying so we running and then boom that damn thing hits literally right on the other side of the wall. Thank God it hit on the other side of the wall because if it would have hit the damn bunker or inside there, we would have been screwed. You know what I'm saying? So that was close enough for me. And I barely even made it to, I didn't even make it to the bunker. Like I, I was right there and it smacked the ground. Boom. But a lot of people don't understand like um, that kind of stuff changes you. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to mental health and, you know, things like that. Like I, I, I say this a lot too because I think it's, it's very important because um, when we were out there, you know how it was, man. We were hit after hit after hit, and and that's fine. But like 
when we came back, you, you think about it, and I told the same thing when I was talking to Amani and a couple other people, like, what did we do to reintegrate when we got back? You know, I didn't even go through demo, right? No one did. You know what I'm saying? No one like when when y'all went when y'all went to the actual demo site, they booted me out that day. We didn't do anything. And they never, they never brought me back. I was like, what 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 am I doing? You know what we did that day? All we did was turn in some paperwork and people got their eyes checked. No one talked to any counselors. No one did any type of mental health. No one got any you know what is it called? Like got uh I don't want to say like a spiritual guidance. Nothing. Or, or MRIs or, or MRIs. TBIs no, or any of that. We didn't do any of that stuff. We didn't even fill out any TBI paperwork. You know what I'm saying? We did nothing. And I say that because for me, you know what I'm saying? It took me a very, very, very long time. Well, I'm going to say a very long time, but a couple, I would say a year or two to actually be okay with even the 4th of July for me. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't understand, like, even some of the areas in, in Afghanistan, people weren't getting hit like we got hit you know what i'm saying and it might sound weak to some people or whatever the case may be but for me that was different and i remember the, the very first the very very first one i remember i was it was in our bunk chilling and i remember watching ibarra and fucking um what's his name um oh, no not bogs your your driver oh Simon? Simon. I remember watching them walk past the door while we were, like, under the bed. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't understand what to do at that time. It was the first one. I remember watching them walk by. And I don't think that I have been that pissed off in my life than I was at them. Because they had literally no recollection of what was going on. And I remember yelling at them to get on the ground and all this other stuff, too. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that moment I realized that these guys didn't understand how serious it is what we you know what I'm saying being out there so maybe that was the beginning of my 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 anger period I don't know but I wanted everybody to realize how serious it was you know what I'm saying so but going back to the mental health side of it it's like for me it took me a very very long time to kind of get over that kind of stuff and we didn't have nobody to talk to because if you remember you know what I'm saying we went on leave and then we came back boom COVID and they were like shut out for everything you know what I'm saying so it definitely took me a very long time to get over certain things and be okay with certain things. And I, I work on my mental health every day. This is a part of my mental health process is me talking, you know what I'm saying? Because if you really think about it, I'm not a big talker at all, you know what I'm saying? So for me to do this shows that I'm growing in that area, you know what I'm saying? So I want everybody to get the opportunity you know saying to also work on their mental health and talk about their stories or if there's anything that they need to get off their chest like hey man this is this is what we have this for this is what we, i created this space for for anybody who wants to be able to tell their story because we don't get a lot there is nothing out there for us i, I always say like middleman or whatever to express themselves to tell their story or you know put their history out there put our history out there you know saying or you know saying hear about success stories that are happening in the civilian side too because i also cover that as well you know what i'm saying i have people that come on that are on the civilian side of things that, just to show that there is a relationship between the two we, we come together you know what i'm saying there there's definitely one and the same you either know somebody in the military or you've been in the military and you got out you know what i'm saying there's 
a very close proximity of what goes on and they have experienced the same type of mental issues as well i won't say mental issues but they have the same things that go on and they have mental health problems as well so why not bring everybody into it you know what i'm saying but um mental health is definitely one of those things that are extremely extremely big for me and it, it's it, this has helped me quite a bit to um talk and be okay with a lot of different things and that's why i always ask everybody like you know how they feel about mental health and you know i always make sure to ask what their mental health status is currently are they working on it are you checking on people are people checking on you things of that nature man um it's very very important that that we stick together and we always check on our 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 buddies and family and friends and everything like that too man all right so last thing before we 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 get up out of here okay um what is your let me see how i want to word this i always have to word this differently every single time i just need to write this down so i don't have to keep redoing this but what is your biggest advice for either young NCOs or anybody in general? What is your biggest advice for them uh, on, on a leadership standpoint? Damn, let me write this. Stay, uh, I think stay humble. Stay humble. I like that. Stay, stay humble and stay hungry. Like, don't be, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. So, That's big. I mean, it's, it's, if you're not staying humble and and trying to help the others out around you, uh, you're not going to create the environment that you want anyway. Right. Um, like you want to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's what the army does in general. That's what we strive and do well, uh, well above everyone else around us. I see, like even our bad crews are still better than most countries' good crews, if not better. Right. If if you if you lose the drive, like find the find out. It, it, maybe it's time to hang it up. Maybe it's not. Maybe you just need a new place. Like I, I think I lost uh, the drive coming out of Germany because I was doing. I mean, you you know, I was I was I was doing marksmanship training and demo training, but I I lost the drive from there. Like I mean, I I learned a whole lot. I learned a whole lot, but I had a new crew that came in. And I kind of lost the drive because of them. Okay. And getting here, I have done a complete 180, and I am, I mean, I'm being told I am. Like, I got, I just got told yesterday, like, hey, Sergeant Major said uh, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be a Sergeant Major someday. I'm like, what? He's like, no, I'm not. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I guess, I guess I sent him an email. Like, I don't know. I'm apparently one of the only ones that sent him an email. And he liked everything on it or something like that. I don't, I don't. I'm like, look, man. I'm just trying to do what's right and and help out as much as I can. That's yeah. my that's my main goal. Yeah, man. Like, I, I'm 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 comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm trying to stay hungry the entire time, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm bringing people along with me, whether they want to or not. And they're actually, I've had multiple people come up to me and be like, "Thank you for making me do that. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. Thank you, because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be." I mean, do me doing this already. I've only been here for like three, four months. Yeah, and that's what I, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about before when I said, you know, what I'm saying you are comfortable being in rooms or doing what you need to do with higher ups. You be able to rub elbows with them and not have no issues. That was one of the main. Like I told you, that was one of the main things I want to make sure that you guys can do. You should be able to walk in any room 
and I don't care how many bars, stars, flowers, or leaves, whatever the hell, birds, it don't matter who's in the room. You know what I'm saying? You should be comfortable being in there because you have the knowledge base. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Do Can you talk the talk when you get in these rooms? Can you stand up to them and tell them, hey, this is how this goes. This is how this should work. You know what I'm saying? And have that confidence behind it so that they can't question you about it. You should be the subject matter es- expert in it. You know what I'm saying? They can't question what you already know. And you be comfortable telling them that. And that's good that you, you know what I'm saying? You're not uncomfortable knowing like, hey, you sent Sergeant Major an email and ain't nobody tripping because, and he sees that like, hey, he, this guy is confident. You know what I'm saying? So that's good that you're doing that kind of thing, man. And definitely you said, stay humble, stay hungry. You know what I'm saying? Be, be comfortable being uncomfortable that's some of the best that's some really good advice for a lot of the young especially young NCOs you know what I'm saying trying to make it um in this world that we that we live in you know what I'm saying especially in the 13 mic world you know how competitive it is you know how cutthroat it can be at sometimes too man this is as much as you know what I'm saying like like me like I work with a lot of different MOSs because I'm in recruiting so I'm dealing with 11 bravos every day i'm dealing with 13 bravos i got medics medical logistics commo and who else is in there uh mps freaking um old um of course 79 romans which are recruiters you know what i'm saying i'm working with a lot of different people and what i have learned is you know i think that i might be slightly more advanced than a lot of these people because I'm comfortable being in rooms with people who are much higher ranked than me. And then, and they under, and I really understood that when, you know what I'm saying? Because of the way that, you know, I talk to our commander, I talk to our lieutenants, the XOs and things like that. I am very comfortable and I have no issues telling them no about something or how this works. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you, have you ever talked to like, you know what I'm saying? you get to a new unit and you talk to like the commander and they try to say things that like like a scare tactic has that ever happened to you when you try oh, to use absolutely. a scare tactic absolutely and and for me i know it doesn't it doesn't work on me because i've been able to talk to people who are higher up and i understand how the army works so like scare tactics don't work on me and i can see like you know I can tell certain people have never had to deal with higher ups in that way they've never had to be in a room with all these bars and stars and things like that so you can see how they kind of cower and like if they say something they kind of like all right i gotta hurry up and do this no the hell you don't you know what i'm saying like <laughs> if, it, if it's it, not done if it's not done before it's not gonna right, happen man, and exactly that's time. and that's what i try to like tell these guys like man don't worry about that like tomorrow we will figure this out blah 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 whatever the case may be i'm not telling them to be shit bags about it at all but like you have to understand that sometimes in certain situations people don't they don't see you as a non-commissioned officer and and it's and that's perfectly fine it is what it is they only see you as a private and that's shitty you're not going but one thing you're not going to do is treat me like one you know what i'm saying you're not going to talk down on me because you are this person or that person i'm not going to be disrespectful to you i'm gonna show you all the proper respect but you're gonna hear what I have to say too. And I'm not gonna let you disrespect me either. You know what I'm saying? So just word to the wise for all you young CEOs, make sure you understand, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you understand rules, regulations, make sure not only do you understand it, you know how to interpret it too. That's the big thing. 
because you can yeah. read you can read doctrine all day long but if you don't understand what it means that you just did it for no reason you know I have saying? another one for you as well. Um, it's kind of I I got this from work with the William Ambrose. That dude is he was a goat. I learned so much from that man. He's in Germany. Um, it's kind of it's kind of weird, but he he said I'd rather get bit by an ant than an elephant. And his meaning behind that is that the big things, whether it's going to happen or not, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the little things is what is going to get you. Oh, it's watching ass. Yep. The little things is going to get you, and a lot of little things will add up to be something big. So if you take care of the little things, the bigger things will take care of themselves. For sure. And I agree. I 100% agree. Hey, man, I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you, you know, coming coming in here today and, you know, giving a little bit about your story, where you at, where you going with it. Um, glad to see that you're sticking with it. You know what I'm saying? You got your own platoon now, so... Hopefully, all the things that you've been taught to over the years start to come into play. You know what I'm saying? You take a little bit of what you learn from every single person and you build up your own type of leadership qualities and skills and everything that you want to pass on. Make sure that you are passing on that knowledge, man, because that's what we're lacking. You know what I'm saying? No one's passing on this knowledge. They just teaching and then they out of there. They don't make sure that they actually understand what's going on, man. So make sure that you... You know, you take all that old stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's not bad to take some of the old and, and, and make it new, man. Um, a lot of us forget that part. So just make sure that you keep doing the things that you're doing. Um, whatever your next steps is, you know what I'm saying? I wish you nothing but the best with that. And, you know, I'm always I really, here. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Um, anytime, man, anytime. If you have any questions about anything, man, make sure that you, uh, you reach out. You know, you already got the number, so it ain't no, really no big deal, but... Like I said, man, thank you so much for coming on here, man. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and close this thing out, man. Want to light anything left before you before we close this out? Is that it? You good? No, that's that's it. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff I could tell you about. I don't know if I'll be on here later. Or hey, man, like that, you can but... definitely we'll definitely set some up for you to come back, man. But uh, like I said, man, I appreciate you coming out, man. And this has been yet another episode of Red Leg Radio. Uh, hey, see y'all next time.